Martin, good morning. Good morning, Jake. How's it going? Um, good, thank you. It's weekend and the sun is finally out again. <laughs> it's been a yeah, lot of man, rain yeah. this what? summer. How's life in Sweden? Sorry? How's life in Sweden? Uh, it's good, uh, I think. Um, we we have this... Um, it's, it's good, really. Um, summer is always enjoyable. And uh, as we were talking uh, before we started to record, it's like... Um, if you come to visit Scandinavia, Sweden, and summer is really the, the time to go because it's beautiful here. It gets cold, doesn't it, in Sweden in the, in the winter as well? Uh, yeah, it can be. Yeah, I haven't been to that part of the world. I do wish to come to Scandinavia at one, at one point yeah. um, when I can. Um, Martin, you are a singer. Are you in a band or is it is Vistopia a band or is it just a, are you solo or? It's a solo project, really, um, but I bring in the musicians I need for each song, and uh, mm. each song is tending to become like its own uh, genre and theme. So I try well, to reach out to different mus- musicians and also to reach out uh, in the world to meet other vegan musicians, preferably. Yeah, yeah. So all your music mm. is vegan related or do you do uh, I try a bit to of keep it? yeah i try to keep it that way um so the folk the main focus is on the topics of veganism and animal rights yeah um, but i'm writing at the song right now it's probably going to be more like environmental uh, i wasn't aiming for that but it's just how it becomes yeah just what it's yeah. turned into yeah i'll have to give them a listen and we'll definitely whack a track on the back of the uh, end of this recording as well to oh, cool. uh, give people a bit of a, a listen in, into what you do um how yeah. was vegan camp out man i saw your pictures yeah vegan camp out was really amazing um i wanted to go for like the past two years definitely and uh, this year i just made a decision that i'm going uh the harder part was to how I would get there, uh, since I preferably not use the flights. So I went with a friend and we uh, drove down with car through Denmark, Germany and Holland and took the ferry over to England. Ah, of course, because obviously it's camping and you can't really bring... Oh, can you? Can you bring a yeah, tent that, in, in, a, in a plane? Well, you can. My tent is rather small. It's like uh, four and a half kilos. Um, yeah. But uh, got a little bit envious. <laughs> the drive? Yeah. I was like t- 20 hours. 20 hours drive? Yeah. Did you, I'll take it that you stopped or did you just switch seats? or? Yeah, we, we switched seats and uh, we also stopped for uh, over the night in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. I did a, I, I did a, I did a four day trip uh, in a car through Australia. Um, wow! It, it, so I, yeah, I can imagine. Um, but that was when like, we had no money um, and we was eating tins of beans and it was forty two degrees and we was in a ke- um, a car with no aircon. So I, I can imagine yours was a little bit smoother <laughs> of, a, of a ride through through Europe. Yeah, definitely. Because going across Australia would be going across the desert, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right through the middle. It was fun uh, looking back, but not at the time. <laughs> uh, Martin, so awesome. You're yeah. obvious. You're obviously a vegan activist, um, and just trying to get your page up now. There was something I saw. You got your vegan camp out photos and all of that. So before we go into the band and what you do music wise. Um, how long have you been vegan? Why are you vegan? And when did it start? Um, well, I can go back a bit further. Uh, I went vegetarian in the year 2000, and uh, I didn't really connect the dots. And once I did, uh, as I saw the speech of Gary Urofsky, the best, best speech you will ever hear, Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, I have 
I have no excuses. I have, I have no other choice but to go vegan. So I went vegan, and that was in 2011. So in November, I'll be vegan 12 years. And the reason, uh, as he pointed out, is obviously for the animals. Yeah. Lots of people have mentioned this speech. Uh, yeah. I take it to the one where he's in the classroom. Yes. It's, um, I have seen quite, he, he obviously visits a lot of colleges and, or he used to vis visit a lot of colleges and unis, but uh, there's this one specific video where everyone says it's the, it's the game changer. Um, yeah. 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 Was that, was that it then? Did you not, did you not think about it before? Did you not play around with it? Did you just jump straight in? Literally, you just saw a video and then. I, I, I saw that video. I was recommended to see it and I saw it. Uh, there was also like a Q&A for like 10, 15 minutes or so, but I didn't really need to see that part because I was already clear in my mind that, okay, I need to go vegan. I watched it anyway, and it's it, it was good, uh, informative, and um, I, I do always recommend people that I meet to see that one, if they dare. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how many times it comes up. Um, I can't remember uh, if I've, I've definitely watched it, but I don't know if I've watched all of it or is it is it, is it an hour long? Uh, is it that? Yeah, I, I think I've seen snippets of it, um, and there's just a way that he words things, isn't there? There's just a way that he puts it across better than exactly. anyone else. Yeah, uh, he's very straightforward. Uh, I, I believe that some people uh, say that he's like too straightforward and that he uses words that he maybe shouldn't be using. But for me, that was really the game changer because we we put so many words in relations only to you you know, as humans and when he took many of these words like slavery rape uh, and and other uh, atrocities it was so obvious that yeah what are we doing man <laughs> yeah what i'm fed up of hearing or reading in comments is it's not rape because it's an animal why is it not okay, right? But then it's bestiality. Mm. I'm sick of I'm sick so, of reading that one. Yeah, but I believe that it's, it's just a way for people to try to protect themselves, right? Definitely. Because if you can shield yourself and say that it is not as bad as they say then I can continue my way of life. Definitely, mate, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's like... It's very simple um, explanation that put yourself in the victim's position. Yeah. And I meet so many people that they aren't able to do that. It's just like, me, 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 me. Yeah. Huh. It is crazy. So, did you, did you, when you, when you decided to give up the flesh, give up the dairy? Actually, what, what actually made you become vegetarian in the first place? So, what, what, take it back um, to two thousand. What, 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 what happened yeah. there? Uh, what happened there? I have to thank my girlfriend at the time because uh, she was like, "No, nah, I'm going vegetarian now," and that was like the third time. And third time's the charm, like you say. Um, and we had like this uh, way of cooking. I was cooking one day, she was cooking the next, and I was cooking the next day after that. And so when she said like, no, I'm only eating vegetarian and yeah, you'll have to cook your own meat and stuff like that. And to, to be honest, uh, a bit lazy. <laughs> I was like, okay, so now I need to cook every day. And... Uh, every other day I need to cook two meals. Okay, what are you having? <laughs> <laughs> so I went along with her on her journey and uh, she had also already informed me about the meat industry and things like that. So I, I wasn't like totally oblivious. I knew about certain things and I felt that, okay, let's try it out. And then I found that 
after like two, one and a half or two months that I started to feel really refreshed. I was like, I wonder if I've ever felt this energized and good about myself, like in my physical body. And when that feeling came along, it was like, okay, I will never eat meat again. So that was a really easy choice. And from there, I started to look at other things. Like I started to look into dairy, but like a cheese, because they use like this um, um, something from the cow's stomach, right? I don't, I never remember the word in English. Um, yeah. But yeah. That, that sounded really gross. So this was like, I was more like kind of losing my appetite o- over it uh, and didn't at the time realize uh, how they treat the cows and what happens to the calves and everything like that. I believe that I would have gone vegan way sooner if I had known. And I'm a bit surprised, to be honest, since uh, my girlfriend there at the time was kind of engaged into the movement that she didn't know either. Well, you don't know, do you? Like, you don't see it. No one sees it. Yeah. It's not, it's not on the TV. No. You don't, you don't drive down the road and see. I mean, you see farms and, and you know, you, you know, there's a lot of fields around here, not far from here, and, you know, borderline with whales. You do see a lot of free-roaming animals, but that's just a small percentage in it. And, and when you do see these animals in the fields, you think, oh, they're living a good life, which they probably mm. are to, to an extent, um, despite their fate. Yeah. Um, but obviously 99% are not like that, and it's the 99% that people don't see. So, exactly. Yeah. And what we do see... Uh, what I saw, uh, a bit embarrassing, but like on TV, the commercials with cows roaming in a beautiful pasture, sun shining, and then like this Swedish folk music playing in the background. And I was all, oh, this is really nice. So I, I bought into that shit. <laughs> and um, I, I can truly understand why people do still. Um, but as t- as we're moving forward in time, this information is more and more um, easily to get to, and it's it's weird that people just choose to stay shielded. Yeah, the internet's got a lot to say for that, hasn't it? Videos, yeah. oh yeah, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, blowing the lid off what was once hidden, um, but. The past is the past. Ten years mm-hmm. later, you listen to the speech, you turn vegan, and you yes. wave goodbye to dairy and all the nasty things that come with it. Have you found? Have you had any trouble since, food-wise? Um, no. You die, obviously, obviously, you said that you you feel good, you, you're healthy. Yeah, I feel um, good. Um, I did like a health health test uh, just a couple of months ago, and it's all good. So it was like You're 43 markers. No, not lacking anything. <laughs> uh, still still around despite the protein deficiencies. And Yeah. <laughs> so you feel good. You've had your test done. There's no yeah. troubles. Uh, what about what about feeding yourself in general? You you've had no trouble with making the making the change. You've just literally pulled five things out of your diet and replaced them with five alternatives yeah pretty much uh mm. and i still had like things left in my freezer at the moment and i was like okay it's egg in this stuff and i don't want it so i gave it away to a colleague and replaced it and uh, my biggest concern was actually at the time okay so i have like whey powder uh for my after my uh, workouts and what I replaced that with, so I went to the gym store and said, like, do you have anything anything like soy protein or things like that? And they had. So I exchanged it. Um, but nowadays, I'm more, uh, I prefer like hemp or pea protein. Yeah. Yeah. Easy as that. Just a simple switch for your protein yeah. powder. Um, what's it like over there in Sweden? I, I can imagine 
just like a lot. Well, there's something about Scandinavia that just tells me that people love to eat animals. Is it is it that kind of place, or is it the same as everywhere? <clears throat> no, I... the same as everywhere. Hard to tell, but during summer, barbecue is really the thing. Mm. So um, you see that a lot. And uh, yeah, I'm. I've come to this point where, if they're putting like meat and other things, animal uh, parts on the grill, I, I'm I'm not putting my stuff there. So, if I can use a separate grill, fine. If not, I eat something else. Yeah. But preferably, even like um, in front of that, I rather not uh, sit down at a table where. They eat meat at all. Yeah. And it's quite, I, I mean, I had a friend who had a Swedish girlfriend at one point. I think he went over there and he said the people were very calm, very quite introverted, um, quite shy, quite friendly in general compared to, <laughs> compared to over here, obviously. Um, do you get many comments or have you had many comments uh, is there a big macho problem over there, or are people quite accepting of your decisions? Um, my friends and family are very accepting to my decisions, um, but the downside or um, what brings me down a bit is that people have stopped asking me questions. Because I think they realize that I always have a good answer. Yeah. And they know that they won't get away with, with anything they try to throw at me. So people just stopped. So that's a bummer because I would love to yes. like educate people. <laughs> and But once again, people like um, they do what they need to do uh, to shield themselves. And I... I Maybe I'm a bit too gentle. Um, I don't want it to like, rush in there and throw things at them. And but so I, I mean, like in a dispute with myself but, here, because um, so you just a sit, part you just of me would there, do that. Just sitting there thinking, someone um, please say something. Please bring it up so I can let loose <laughs> yeah please <laughs> please ask me a question please uh but I'm, I'm i'm trying to be a bit more forward and if i if i find like the small opportunity the chance if someone says something or asks just a little i try to build from there and to explain things so uh, i've heard uh many times that oh i had no idea and that's the thing just like you said we're shielded yeah we're not allowed to see the bad stuff. And what about the, as, as it's gained popularity in the last, say, what, five to ten years, how has it been there? Has it been the same? Have you noticed people changing, making little switches, little habits, change of yeah, habits? Yeah, people do some smaller changes, um, even though I wish I had come like further with my brother's family. They have... Um, like put aside the minced meat for their tacos and they do like this uh, vegan option instead so that's really good um but i've been trying to speak with them about dairy and it's like no <laughs> don't want to know don't want to hear don't want to listen yeah and i try to go with every like every angle like uh you try this this is my uh oat milk and you know it's good so why don't you go with that instead for like the coffee and things like that? But no, uh, okay. And then I tried like the health issues. Uh, you know, it's better for you. And so this is like for the prostate for us men. And milk is bad, and it's for like for breast cancer increased risk for uh, with women. Uh, but it's like no, no. <laughs> My mom is really the person that had take taken the um, biggest steps, and I'm proud of her for that. That's good. To um, hear. Yeah. Someone 
in my family brought someone to their house the other day and I went round and I found um, a carton of cow's milk and I said, okay. what is this doing in here? And um, they said that the person said uh, they brought it so they could have a cup of tea. Uh, and I'm thinking, well, I understand if you drink it, that's fine. It's, it's, it's been engraved for many years. Mm-hmm. But to make the effort to bring it when there's alternatives already in the fridge um, is it's nuts in it. It's like, come on, yeah. like you just said, like, try this. You know, it tastes good. You know it tastes good. You can't tell me it doesn't taste good because you know it does. Okay, there's a little bit of oil in the in the oil in the in certain milks. Come on, you'll be okay. You, I'm sure you'll be okay just for one day, just for ten minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's what a slight difference. On the other hand, uh, sorry, you go on, mate. Go on. And it, I, I remember that first time I tried like rice milk, and it was awful. But I got around, and in the end, I really, really enjoyed it. So I think it's like with many things, because looking back, I wasn't a big fan of beer when I tried it the first times. <laughs> but today I enjoy a glass of beer. And now you're so a beer it's really No, no. Um, I'm very light on the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the point. Yeah. Uh, I can enjoy the taste, and but never been a big drinker, no. But you are onto something. Um, uh, I'll finish that bit by saying I have been a big, big drinker. Um, quite the opposite up until the last few years. Well, um, okay. I was saying uh, on the other hand. So you've you've obviously mentioned that you've not had any problems with turning vegan. On the other hand, have you what what have you found to be the best thing about about it? What have you enjoyed? What have you discovered? About going vegan, uh, the best part is really the mental health. Uh, knowing that I'm not a reason uh, for all the terrible things going on in that industry. And to just know that I'm at peace with myself for that part. Um, sure, I have. I had like 25 years of my life where I ate meat and um and I had another 11 years before I stopped with the dairy. But the mental part is really the big difference um, for me. And that is worth more than I can say, really. Um, yeah. So that that's the big one. And, and actually, I need to bring this up because when I was like meat eater and my... My menu of what I ate actually was extremely small. It was like a few dishes, really, that I ate. And I was really picky with the foods. I know where you're going. And well, once I took away the meat, it was like, okay, what I'm going to eat now? I need to bring other stuff in. And once I went turned vegan, it was even more like, okay, I need to look through this. And I learned a lot because I read up about nutrition and things like that. And my menu today is many, many times bigger. And as long as people say that and can show me that this this is a vegan dish, I'll try it out. That was never the case when I ate meat. It was like, okay, so you say it's like this and I should eat that? Uh, No. Because yeah. it, so many times it was, was like this weird stuff um, or it just tasted really funny or awkward. And no. Yeah, so I, I remember never, a I time never... where I wouldn't, even have, I wouldn't even have lettuce on a burger. I remember a time where I think I did like a year or two straight of just chicken, rice and broccoli. And the broccoli had to be a certain way. Um, but now, aubergine. If you, you couldn't have paid me any money to eat an aubergine six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm, uh, I'm 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 reading up tips on how to bake it and marinate it and marinate it. Should I say? What's one food that you never thought you would eat, and now all of a sudden you love as a result of the switch? 
Uh, that that is a bit of a stretch, I think. Uh, uh, let's um, put it in, in uh, like uh, do a part of it, but like uh, a certain food that I never would try uh, was like these um, vegan caviar, regular, or what you call it, like uh, yeah, like oh, the but fish the eggs. vegan, yeah. But I, okay, I never yeah. ate that. Ah, yeah. uh, we have like this spread in Sweden. Uh, I, I remember I tried it when I was little, but it was like ugh, terrible, uh, and I never ate it again. Um, but it's it's like considered to be this fine dining thing, right? And New Year's Eve, like two years ago. Um, they had made like a dish with the vegan alternative, and I was like, "No, no, man, I, I, I don't, I don't want to try that." Come on, Martin, it's like it's vegan, you know this. But okay, I try it, and it was it was good. I I wasn't blown away, but it was good. So I'm not really sure, like. When you said something that I thought I never try, but now I love, didn't mm. expand in your food options. Yeah, um, I, I just need to um, remember the word for it, though. Um, Got to be some kind of vegetable. Yeah, it is, and um, oh, can't can't remember the word. Uh, I'll I'll try to Google it. <laughs> I wish I could help you in Swedish. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I know one word. One word in Swedish. Ah, uh, here you have it. Artichoke. Artichoke. Ah, I love that stuff. So actually, yeah. we got one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's uh, if if it's done in a certain way with a little bit of chili, ah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You know what? I keep. I thought I'd tried everything. I, I probably haven't even scratched the surface. And this is another one of those things that I haven't tried. So it's definitely going to go in my notes. I don't know why I haven't tried it. I should have done. Um, okay. I get cool. into the habit of kind of like eating the same things over and over yeah. um, until I get bored. And then I switch one up and then I eat that for a, for a bit. And um, what's it like in Sweden for food in general? Say if you're going out for a meal and everyone's ordering steak, is, is there many options for you? What about the supermarkets? Uh, supermarkets are really good. Uh, options have multiplied during the past like five, six years. Uh, so that's not a problem at all. Um, I have a friend living in Germany and she, she says that Sweden is heaven compared to Germany. Um, Whoa, that's mad. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's really good. And if you go to like eat out on a restaurant, there's nowadays usually at least one or two rather good options if you like back it up um seven eight years or so it was like rice and fried vegetables <laughs> most <laughs> boring dish there ever was yeah uh, but today you can you can get really good options and in in the a bit more uh what do you say sorted um areas or restaurants where they have uh, um gone a little bit of a distance to try to have something to offer you could usually find something that is really nice yeah 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 it seem, seems to be the the case with everywhere in europe i'd say everyone i speak to says yeah the last few years it's not a problem um mm. it makes my trip to sweden a little bit more appetizing um so <laughs> you're in good health Sweden's good for food. Yeah. You feel good. Um, it is not a problem. People have stopped arguing with you because they know that you've got an answer for everything. So that's not so good. But everything is good. Moving on to your name for your music is Vistopia. And I'm guessing yes. that ties in with the mental health. I haven't, I didn't, I didn't look up this word on purpose just so I could get it raw. What does it mean? It was, I believe, coined by psychotherapist Claire Mann. Yes, um, that's correct. And it describes a lot of 
a lot of ways that vegans can become maybe isolated. I, that's just a guess. Is that is that is that what is that what no, it is? You, yeah, you, you could definitely put it that way. Um, yeah, I she has actually written a whole book about this, uh, which, which I can recommend. Because um, talking to vegans out like in festivals or meeting people online and like telling them about the word and the meaning, uh, most most people still haven't heard about dystopia, uh, e- even vegans. Um, so I think it's it was like an important choice to make. Um, haven't asked her though, uh, but I hope she's okay with me choosing that for my artist name. Because I, I always bring up the meaning of it and that is, she is like the person who coined it and that there's actually is a whole book about it. But there's two explanations that I really like. And the one that I put into my memory is the short one. And it says, the anguish of being vegan in a non-vegan world. And like you said, that has really got to do with our mental health. Uh, and, and this shows a lot more for all the activists out there who expose themselves to the news about what's going on, uh, and especially people are going into uh, slaughterhouses to um, expose them. And uh, yeah, and also being in this position that you can... Um, be bullied or what name we, we should put on it uh, as you go for um, doing like outreach and other other kinds of activism like direct actions and things like that. Um, so it's really the stress um, or rather distress uh, of, of being vegan in a non-vegan world and it can take a lot of different forms like sadness, anger, frustration, uh, depression, so, and, and I, I usually tend to tell it like, because most people are familiar with the word dystopia and a dystopian world. We're talking about things that is to come in a worst case scenario. But for vegans, this dystopic world is already here. We are already living in it due to all these uh, atrocities against the animals that are going on on a daily basis. So you've named your music project based on that. And to get the message out there of how dystopian, is that the word? That it can be for, for, for people. And especially like you say, the activists who go out there and have got to see things because if I was to set foot in a, in a slaughterhouse, um, I just, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know if I'd, I don't know. I just couldn't kind of face it and, and respect the people that, that, that do, you know what I mean? It takes a special kind of brain Mindset. to keep it, you know, so it doesn't affect you, um, to, to, you know, to keep your barrier mm-hmm. up and to carry on doing it. Uh, I've heard some people have to really, I think is it do they, do they get like PT like a PTSD from yeah. from seeing certain things and and it's just it's horrible isn't it like I couldn't I don't think I could do it hopefully no. I can do something and I'll continue to do things but seeing it firsthand is something something I couldn't do activism with yourself what 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 do you get up to with your music um where do you go who do you meet and and what kind of message do you put out there um, fr- from the beginning, um, I thought of it to be just like a, a, a studio um, project, like making music and releasing music. But as I'm growing into the role of, um, of the activist that I want to be, and because I want to contribute to the world that I want to see there, out there, and from last year to to this year i've gone from uh, it's a mainly a studio project to i'm going to do at least uh, four live uh, performances each year 
And now I actually have one coming up in London the 1st of October. So that's, uh, that's really nice. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm trying to speak to people whenever I get the chance and uh, try to spread the music. Because um, I've been engaged like in uh, outreach activism uh, quite a lot. Um, but since the music takes up a, a lot of my time, um, I bet, yeah. it, this has become my main activism. And uh, as I started the project, um, I kind of, um, what's the word? I, I, I lended or stole an idea from a friend. Uh, he released a single called Glass Walls. Yeah. Um, and he said that all the profits from this release will go to aid animals in need. And I said to myself, hey, someone should do that with like a whole project. And when you say a thing like that, someone should, then maybe that someone is you. Uh, <laughs> so as I had my first three, three songs and I took the name Vistopia, I was like, yes, let's do this. And the profits will go to eight animals in need. So I'm trying to spread the word about the, um, um, yeah, the knowledge about Vistopia. Um, I want to sp- spread the music, of course, and spread the thoughts um, and philosophies around uh, veganism and animal rights through the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to show people that we can all do something. And this is just the way I chose to do things. And so to do as much as possible of this project, um, I'm giving away the profits. And it's just something that to make me feel good, something to weigh up my, um, the dystopia that I'm going through on a daily basis. Because yeah. that it's can a- sometimes be a really tough struggle. Yeah. And it's the... And you're doing a selfless thing and then doing another selfless thing by giving the profits to charity. So it's like, um, you know, what what more can you do, mate? I mean, it's it's, it's a method as well that's, that's unique because I spoke to Lee, the comedian, last week and yeah. comedy. He's doing it through comedy, which is like, I've never seen that before, apart from the odd clip of, you know, someone in America. And okay. yeah. doing music is another method that I've never, never heard of. So every okay. avenue that, it can go down it needs to you know we need people like you to do something different so so yeah really really um really impressed mate is there anything else you would you could see yourself doing not that you need to of course can you what what else can you see for the future have you got any any plans in the pipeline or are you going to stick to your music or i believe that the music will be my main thing because um i have found when I started this, it was like just six months before I started Vistopia. I was like stumbling into activism, like the outreach activism. And I was really, really nervous about it and unsure that I would be okay uh, with doing this. Um, but as I took the first steps, it had just grown. Um, and uh, I would say it has become like a calling uh, and, and it has really given me a meaning uh, in life to do what I can uh, to tell the world about what I believe is right, uh, that we should protect the animals and our planet for them. Because uh, if we don't do that, we won't have a planet either. So we are dependent of them uh, more than they are of us. Because if we would like to leave the planet, they will thrive. But if the animals could go extinct, we would be gone in a second. Yeah. Do you think so that it's... the environmental side of it, you mentioned earlier that you now speak about the environment. First, it was for ethics and then you've looked into the health. What kind of things have you discovered looking into the environmental side? Do you think that it is as bad as they say? 
Do you think that it's hyped by the media, hyped up um, to fit an agenda? Do you think that we're absolutely screwed? Do you think that we're a little bit screwed, but it can be done? Or um, I, I think we're on a... <sighs> we are heading the wrong direction. Uh, yeah. And we need we need to hit the brakes, and that's why I also feel it's important that I cannot stay silent myself. I need to speak out in the way I can. Um, I found that this is the way I I can do it, um, where I am comfortable and where I have like the best voice. Um, to go back to answer uh, one earlier question, there I, I can see myself going out holding lectures because uh, that is also something that I enjoy and that I think I'm pretty good at yeah um, but yeah we have we have an environmental crisis on our hands uh, I believe there's a whole bunch of great solutions as well we just need to use them yeah and we need to let go of the old ways. It's like we, we have to make a change. Um, so we we have many of the solutions that we need. Um, we just need to do it. And for that part, anyone that are considering to do it, please do so. Um, if you are as comfortable as I was when I did my first outreach, just go to your local team and tell them that you want to be a part and that you would prefer to just stand with it, holding a sign for two hours or just 30 minutes if you then feel that you have to leave because the numbers speak numbers. <laughs> it's, it's a huge difference if we're like five people at an outreach event or if we are 50 Imagine if we were 150, then people coming into that street or square or whatever we are, uh, they they could not dodge it. So everyone considering it, please just step out there and do what you can. Yeah, I am seeing it more and more. I don't know if that's because maybe I follow more pages now and I'm just, you know, it's just open to me or whether people are actually doing it. I remember going to uh, Greece. I've only ever seen it live once, just by chance. I was in Athens for uh, a few days, and I was thinking, oh, this is going to be an absolute nightmare, the middle of Athens. And uh, funnily enough, I got into the town, into the city, turned one corner, and they were all there with the signs uh, and the, and the, the screens, you know, the monitors with all the footage. Yeah. And I got chatting to them and, it was good to see because I just didn't expect it. I didn't expect it at all. And but like I said, I have seen it a lot more in different places now. So hopefully, it's it's a growing thing. Whether or not, like I say, I've just come across more pages that shows it or what. Um, and what what what's it like over there for say a lot of people you know? Is it? I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of people here. I mean, I meet many because of the nature of my business, but. If it wasn't for that, I think I'd, I'd probably be a little bit like you, where you, <laughs> it's a little bit isolated. But uh, what's what's it like, friend wise? Is there many many over there? Do you see activism going on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We have a team have in Uppsala uh, that are really passionate about what they're doing, and we also have a huge team in Stockholm, and they're like into everything, um, like. Um, Animal Rising, um, uh, Swedish Animal Save, uh, DXE, and the PETA, they, they do it all. And uh, it's really, um, is the word commendable? Um, um, because their passion shows, and they, um, it's really beautiful to see how engaged people are. And uh, they, um, they do like events several times a week and some of them are really good at posting it on social media as well so um uh, it's, it's definitely um something in in Uppsala and in stockholm uh, it's it's big 
but other places is in Sweden as well. Uh, not as huge as in other countries, perhaps, but it, it's still it's still moving forward. But we need more people. So, <laughs> yeah. Where do you see the future? Because I've changed my mind on this, and it's not a, it's not a good change of mind. I, I, I said that I think that we'd see a big change within our lifetime. I've now changed my opinion, and I think that dairy will fade out in our lifetime, and I think meat will come after that. I hope I'm wrong, but at least it's a step forward if that was the case um where, where do you see it and especially over in sweden because here obviously i've got a feel for how it is in the uk because of what goes on around me and what people talk about and how people act and what people do for instance switching this for this and making little changes do you see the same over there is it positive um yeah like i said earlier uh like on the product side it's really growing but at the same time, when you go into supermarket, it's like one twentieth of the space that I take up for meat and other animal products. So uh, it really needs to grow, but it has grown a lot the last past years. Uh, so that's good. And so I, I do have hopes for it, but I need, I think we need to see uh, even more options and I believe very, very much that one thing I heard of when I was to the premiere of the film Milked, it was made in Australia. Uh, they were talking about a new way of making plant milks, like uh, it was some kind of pasteurizing microbes, if I remember it correctly, that would make like the um, the consistency of consistency yeah yeah and uh, like the taste also very very close to cow's milk and so, so i think it's many things that need to come together from like different angles uh, we need to keep um getting the word out there um this great guy menke i don't know if you know about him uh, all the videos that he makes he just put out the video uh, where they present him with a carton of uh, like um, yeah I know what you mean yeah 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 I know, horse I know milk. The one. he was like oh terrible dog's milk oh no and mice yeah. milk no man oh cow's milk and then he just pours it all That's over the one, himself yeah, like I, know. Crazy. I know the one uh, so <laughs> we, we need to keep seeing more things like that so people can really connect the dots and like uh, what am i doing well how, how yeah. can i think that this is okay so i believe like the industry need to keep pushing uh, but fortunately uh the good thing there is that they see that there is a market and we have the demand for it so i believe that the supply for it will also increase and if we can see this product that i just mentioned like um making this different kind of plant milk uh that will that will be a game changer yeah because uh then it will be too expensive to have cows and too much when you can just produce it yeah yeah well i'll take it you must have alpro over there yep Yep. see i don't i used to like milk and i used to drink milk there's there's an alpro that is i don't know the name of it but it's um I'm guessing it's an oat milk. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think it's soy. It's an oat milk that mm-hmm. is really, really milky. And it's like, it's just like drinking cow's milk. Um, <laughs> and it's too much. And I've, I've tried it and it, and it reminds me so, so much of it. It's so similar that I can't have it. It's, it's disgusting. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think you know I, which one maybe, you mean. Cause <laughs> it's horrible. And, and that's because obviously I've been, I've been um, vegan for three or four years. Uh, plant-based for five and i'm used to these tastes now so i'm used to um soy milk i'm used to oat milk i'm used to i don't really have any others i know there's almond and rice and and that but uh it's the actual taste of cow's milk now it's disgusting and i'm sure that if someone was to give me a pizza with real cheese i don't think i'd like that either you know if if you if you was to create an identical one i'd probably still eat it because 
if he's vegan, whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm not too sure. Maybe you know things like that will be directed at people who are genuinely addicted. You know, like with all these 3D printed steaks and all these replica meats that are bang on. I mean, tell a lie, I do I do enjoy a, a fake meat burger, but but not not the milk, no. Oh. No, I, I was laughing because uh, I, I think I tried that very same, and it was like, no, this, no, what, what have they done? <laughs> it, it, I can I taste the breast. I can taste the nipple in this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I also, I also found it really terrible. Oh man, it's disgusting. Where do you stand on the fake cheeses? <laughs> do you like the cheeses? Uh, I know a lot of people moan about them, coconut-based cheese. Um, and... yeah, the, the one I like the most is called it's a real life and it's like cheddar cheddar cheese cheddar matured or something like that yeah i enjoy that one um not too healthy though right nah (laughs) (laughs) but it melts on the pizza and it's pretty good on like like a spread on your sandwich so yeah yeah the thing with cheese is everyone's addicted to cheese Mm-hmm. But like you know, we have we'll have like like you said, like a pizza on a weekend, or hopefully just once or twice a week maximum. Um, and if someone was addicted to cheese, surely they're not eating cheese every day. That can't be good. So if they are just having cheese once or twice a week, surely they they can just swap it for the other one. It's not really going to affect their life, uh, surely. But I think yeah, like I say, the milk's bang on for me. But I'm hoping not for me, but I'm hoping that these cheeses do get better. And it, you know, it, it makes people switch over uh, to make the, yeah. their decision a bit easier. You know what I mean? So, and yes, I probably will eat it if it does. If it does happen, <laughs> but better and cheaper. Better and cheaper. That, that that is the that thing. Is the thing. Um, good enough for good me, enough for um, but I never was the big cheese eater. Um, but I do have friends that are like, if they would quit that cheese part they would actually be vegan but they cannot let go of the cheese yeah and you think it would be the other way around surely mm-hmm. and that's interesting to talk about addiction as well because they say that there's something in cheese that makes it addictive uh, i haven't heard that about meat there probably is <laughs> who knows what they put in in our food today but i think mm-hmm. whatever is in cheese is definitely doing the trick and i've used this one before where i've said you love beer I enjoy beer. I would happily switch beers or switch to cider or have a gin and tonic. I don't have to have beer. You know what I mean? I wouldn't like to give up beer, um, <laughs> but I would do it if I if I had to. You know what I mean? So it's a bit, it's a bit yeah. yeah. It's definitely some kind of addiction going on. But addiction and yes, uh, going back to that part where I think that people are not looking at it from the victim's point of view. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then you've also got the vegetarians who think that they're doing something good, but it's still not a good industry to be a part of, is it? So. Yeah. Um, Martin, thanks for coming on, and thank, thank you for you, all you do. And thank you for speaking English. Like I said, I don't know any words in Sweden, Swedish. So uh, <laughs> it's a good job that you're fluent. But yeah, uh, thank you for thank everything you. you do. And uh, you're obviously passionate. And Vistopia will get played. Uh, what is it here? Oh, not all heroes wear capes. Uh, no, track, it's Heroes of Our Time. And oh, it's sorry. Steady- what, was that? What, what was that that I just quoted? Some random quote from... Um, some film, probably somewhere. <laughs> some film, and I think that Old City actually have a song called "Just Like That." Um, oh, okay. Uh, but my song is "Heroes of Our Time," and it's oh, okay. about all the activists throughout this wonderful planet doing what they can to shed a light on the animal rights quality. Well, I'll be having a listen and putting it on the back of this, mate. So. Hopefully more people can uh, can have a listen and look into the work you do. And yeah, thank you for uh, yeah. your time, mate. It's been good to meet you. One hundred percent next yeah, year. Thank you, likewise. Vegan campout. I will be there. I've said it for two awesome. years in a row now, but I'll definitely. Then we uh, meet up. 
Yeah, definitely, Martin. Uh, good to meet you, man, and thanks again. Uh, thank you. Good to meet you as well. Cheers, Take man. Care. Take it easy.